Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Recreation, and then we talk about it. And uh, by we, I mean myself, I'm Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going, Jason? It is going, it is going, go, it is going as good as it can be. It's, I mean, you know, no complaints. Other than, I mean, weather update, it's April as we're recording this. Uh, Mm -hmm. Spring has sprung somewhere, but not here. Yesterday there was snow, and uh, I'm not happy about this. So that's my only complaint. I would like warmer weather. How are you? I'll work on on that. (laughs) I'll 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 send a a strongly worded letter somewhere. I appreciate it. Uh, That's very helpful. We'll vote on it. Yeah, yeah. These are all good things. Spring in the Northwest. Who knows what the weather's going to be? So, yeah. I told my kids the other day uh, the joke like, if you don't like the weather, just wait 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, and they're like, Dad, that's so stupid. And then we went to the ocean for a, a couple days and it was true. Like, if you don't like the weather, just wait 10 minutes. It would dump and then it would be like the sunniest, most beautiful time. Uh, and they kept looking at me like, just wait 10 minutes. And then like, ah, 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 I'm like, I know <laughs> I may have created some monsters. So, um, who, who, yeah. who taught you that? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a generational thing. It is. Uh, it's, you know, my father and his father before him on down the road, um, which is where they live just down the road. So, uh, just a bunch of people waiting around every 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting for some warmer weather. And then 10 minutes comes like, ah, oh, perfect. And then they're complaining about that. I'm waiting for some cooler weather. Which is exactly our problem. Because it, it's going to get hot, and then it'll be too hot. And we'll be complaining about that. But I, I just feel want, attacked right now. I just want that, like, two weeks in May, where it's like... 65? 65 to 68 <laughs> degrees. Yeah, there you go. And uh, sunny and clear... I just want that to be forever. Is that so hard? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, then let's not worry about that. Let's not worry about things we can't control. And let's say our parks and rexernity prayer. Lord, help me to control my rage. Dairy. (laughs) Uh, That comes in later. (laughs) Hillsworth. Hillsworth. We're the reasonablists, after all. Uh, Well, uh, listener. Sorry for the shenanigans there at the top, but um, we uh, we're excited. What did you What did you expect? Yeah, what did you ex- What did you expect? But I'm excited to talk about this episode one because it's only got two plot lines. <laughs> These episodes with a third <laughs> plot line have been difficult for my brain. This way less is, work is so straightforward. It's season five, episode ten, two parties, and we uh, we really just have two parties that we're talking about: the bachelorette party. And the bachelor party. One of them sounds fun. The other one is the bachelorette party. And uh, and so, uh, yeah, so Jeremy, uh, first impressions on on this episode, like before we jump in, what were your what were your thoughts on on this one? This is one of my favorite episodes. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. And so watching this again is is great. I love the concept of uh Ben's party, um, his party itself, and we'll talk about later, uh, is my, that's my party. I would love that party. Yeah. And, 
then the, I mean, the girls part was, was pretty funny. Their, their whole storyline. I love, uh, Ken Hotote. He's, he's hilarious. And that whole, uh, thing with punch burger. So yeah, I, I, I really like this episode. Um, how about you? This one is, uh, yeah, it's a, it's really fun because we get to, uh, on the, on the guys party parties, we get to, uh, get to know them more, which is yeah. great. It's super fun. Um, and so those actors working together, uh, they are really great. And so seeing them work together is fun. Uh, and the, the, uh, I feel like we get a lot with April and, and Leslie just relationally in the show, but we mm-hmm. never get all the guys doing their own thing. And so it was like, Oh, this is different. This is fun. I thought. So, yeah, well, but, uh, we, uh, yeah. How do we want to do, you want to just kind of r- walk through as we normally do, uh, just going like about one plot or two plot, or do we want to just kind of let it all happen as it happens and, and kind of talk through highlights as uh, we let, walk through. Yeah. Let's go through it because I feel like they do kind of like overlap at, at a, in a couple times. It's so yeah, let's just start from the top and, and, uh, go through the whole thing. Okay. That is the plan. Then we will start at the cold open where we, uh, have Anne and Leslie in the city hall and they are welcoming, uh, Ken Hotate to, uh, into a meeting and they right away, we get the tone with, with Ken, which I appreciate. Um, cause they offer him some water and his, his response is like fire water. <laughs> 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 that's racist. <laughs> so, uh, what that's, you know, there's a, a lot of, uh, playing with the concept of white guilt in this show in general. And I think this one is the episode that really went for it. Um, especially, you know, in areas that are affected, uh, by, uh, tension between, uh, native Americans and settlers, like, yeah, the people of Pawnee, like pushed the Wamapoke out of their land and cheated them and lied to them and were violent to them, all these things. And so like they've really built a culture in this show. Like there's so much tension around here. And so for Ken to say this uh, is like, what? No, I don't know what I didn't mean that. And like you, you instantly have uh, the, the, uh, the white characters on their back foot, like trying to be like, I don't know how to respond to you right now, which is really fun. I think that's super fun. So yeah, because um, he he can't lose. He's gonna win every time, right? And he and he knows that. Yeah, and so when he he says that we didn't mean that, he's like, "I'm just messing with you." And I was like, "Oh, he's so funny." Uh, but they said, like, "But I will have a whiskey," <laughs> <laughs> so, which is yeah, it's so great. <laughs> the uh, just the turnabout there. So, um, and the. Uh, the goal here is as they're trying to build their uh, Pawnee Commons and the plan for that, that they're going to present to the people before Jeremy Jam uh, presents a plan for the new Paunch Burger. Uh, so they're trying to build a coalition of people in the in Pawnee to try to help uh, build support. And so they want to make a um, a Wamapoke uh, sponsorship with the uh, the playground at the park uh, to uh, to get the Wamapoke tribe involved in this new park so um so they're presenting this and uh leslie points out that their relationship has been uh pretty murdery in the past and so now they're trying to be less that way um 
And so they're in the meeting. And Ken is like, I love the idea of the the playground, but what about a big neon advertising for the Wamapo Casino? And his slogan. Can I say, can I say the slogan that he proposes for this park? I, I think you can. All right. His new slogan. I know I, well, I know you can. Okay. I know Believe I have you. the ability. Um, but his the slogan he wants to propose is uh our slots are downright filthy, which is problematic uh so to say the least and april is like i think it's a slam dunk idea <laughs> he looks so pleased with himself when he says that yeah um and uh unless it's like no we can't put that in a public park and so ken then's like well then the playground will be great <laughs> it's like he's like what, what, whatever uh and uh and so then he invites them to go to his longhouse and smoke a ceremonial peace pipe <laughs> And they don't know if he's joking again. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, when this whole cold open, this vibe will come back later uh, and it will be even better uh, as they uh, interact with uh, Jam and, and, and Ken. So um, so after the credits, uh, Anne and uh, Leslie are walking through the hall. They run into Chris and Ben and uh, and they start talking about the different kinds of parties that they're going to throw. Um, and. Uh, Anne sounds like she's planning a terrible party with dancing jello shots, pri- private karaoke, and uh, all kinds of penis-shaped things, which sounds awful. And I don't know why anybody would want to go to that. Um, but again, right because of the dancing jello shots. Exactly, sounds terrible. Exactly. Um, and uh, and Anne has a, a tremendous amount of pressure trying to make this party go well, and so she's eating some of the uh, the gummy bears that are phallically shaped. Um, but, uh, Ben's party is, uh, also going to be wild. And Chris is (laughs) talking about how wild it's going to be. Um, he's got, you know, Tom, Ron, Jerry forced his way in there somehow. Uh, so things are going to get crazy and it cuts right to the party and Ben is holding up the box for settlers of Catan. (laughs) He gives the rules, uh, for this. And, uh, it is um, met with some resistance from from Tom, and but then you could see like Andy looks like he's gonna die as he's like <laughs> these rules like I don't know I don't know, um, and uh, and but and Ben is like such a go along guy he's like you know we don't have to play this I mean I am nationally ranked so it's not even fair but. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how you would become naturally ranked in a board game, but I know there's a way. I just like it does. It doesn't matter. It's perfect. It's so perfect. Yeah. Oh, man. A big board game convention that happens every year. And I think it happens in Indiana. Um, Because one one of the uh, one of the YouTube channels that I follow, uh, our family plays games, um, they uh, they talk about these conventions that they go to. And there's one that, that is always in Indiana, I think. So it makes sense that Ben might, as a person living in Indiana, might go to these conventions and might play the game and might get ranked. Um, but I just love that detail. He's nationally ranked in Catan. So, Are you talking about Gen Con? Yeah. Isn't that normally in Indiana? Yeah, it is. Yes. Nailed it. Yeah, usually at the, it up? it's usually at the Indiana Convention Center um, sometime in July, maybe June 3rd through the 5th. Oh, nice. <laughs> June Just 3rd off the, or off July the top, 3rd? Off the top of my head. Uh, June. Okay. 
Great. You said normally in July, June 3rd through 5th. <laughs> June. Normally in June. <laughs> okay. July, June, July. Pool, pond, you know, whatever works. Yeah. Um, pond is you, good for you. Did you, did you play, do you play a lot of Catan? I would love to play more Catan with my family. Mm-hmm. They're old enough mm-hmm. to play. Nobody wants to. So it's one of those games that like, it's, it, I think it's fun. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really the, the, I, now you and I both, we like board games. So like Ben's party is like, yep. yes, I will go. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Tom's seat. Um, but uh, Catan is like that entryway board game that gets you into, oh, there's more to board games than Monopoly. Exactly. And snakes and Ladders. Like there's a whole lot going on. Um, and so I feel like anybody who is serious about a board game hobby has Catan, at least the starter set of Catan. Right. Because there's a bunch of expansions, listener. So many expansions. Then you get so, a ticket to ride. Yes. Ticket to Ride is also a fantastic game. And I, yeah, I have strategies for both of these games that are similar to Ben's strategy that we'll get to later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, do you, do you play Catan? Do you like Catan? I, I do. I, I did. I haven't played it in a very long time. I was introduced to Catan by some friends and one of them was like, kind of like Ben, like super, super good. So after a while, it just wasn't very fun to play. And mm-hmm. then I played it later on and it was like, yeah, this is, this can be a really fun game, but you can get pretty competitive with it. So um, yeah. I, I gravitate towards games that are a little bit more either cooperative or like you're kind of doing your own thing. And if you happen to have the most points at the end, you win versus mm-hmm. like trying to hose people and get, cause I'm, I'm too competitive, I guess. And so it's just not fun. Um, but uh, yeah. No, Catan's good. Did you say tan is good? Catan. Oh, I just like, are people calling it tan now? Um, are the cool kids calling it tan? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I usually lose at games. And so, but I just like playing. Um, and so, because I took it to heart when I was in uh, fourth grade and played baseball that one year. My coach said, it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. And Jason, you're still terrible at this game. Um, and I was like, okay, well, it's not about whether so, I win or lose. I, I hope you're having fun. Yeah. You having fun out there? Because you're, you're not good. Yeah. I did not get a single hit all season that year. And uh-huh. I only played one year. But I, I, my strategy to get on base, because once I got on base, I was actually kind of fast. I could steal. Um, my strategy was just crouch way down. <laughs> so I had, no, I, I had no strike zone. Teeny tiny strike zone. <laughs> so I, I would walk a lot. And then... Um, uh yeah and so yeah, that makes was, so much more sense now that i've played games with you like why is he always so low it's like dude <laughs> you, can, you can stand up we're only can, <laughs> this is kick it to ride man you don't have to be I so can low only see your eyes over the table sit in your chair <laughs> no way dude this is how this is how i get on base <laughs> it's a different game altogether so yeah um but yeah so Catan, ticket to ride those are fantastic games um and so i could only imagine if they were to play a second game it would probably be ticket to ride because those are the entryway that's the way you get into this game and then you buy gloomhaven and you like we're like i'm going to totally play this game it's going to be so awesome but it takes two hours to set up and you're like i don't know do i have the energy to set this game up for to then sit here for another four hours it's tough it's tough the answer is the answer is always yes the answer is always yes <laughs> which is just which is just great because then you know comes of dunshire you know right. comes out of this whole like the, it makes sense when this comes up so yeah they yeah. lay the groundwork really well that he would design his own game 
Absolutely. Like, yeah. It's like, where does that in- instinct even come from? Well, well, yeah. He probably it, read that Wired article about Klaus Tiber, designer of Catan, and Ben <laughs> thought, I can do this. Which is hilarious <laughs> because it, when when we get to that point, is that they helped design Cones and Dunshire. The Catan people did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they actually that. made the the yeah they made the mock up for for Cones and Dunshire, and it had been kickstarted and well i don't know if it actually got kickstarted but they tried to bring it out several times but it was such a loose idea that the the mechanics and everything never got um fleshed out and so i think there was one small run of like a super collectible you know version of it but it it never got off the ground that's so strange that a game that started as a throwaway joke on uh on a sitcom didn't have all the rules hammered out Come on, guys. Weird. Where's your dedication? <laughs> it's all about the cones. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> such a great payoff. The cones of Denshire has such a great payoff for this whole series. It's so good. <laughs> so <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> it's all about the cones. <laughs> and they roll the dice and it's like 40 dice. <laughs> and they all knew what it meant. <laughs> yeah, like, ooh. Oh. <laughs> And, oh, man. and yet, and then it's just Andy's like, we own this place now, and he's stealing a bike like, in the background. <laughs> yeah. This is mine now. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, so good. Great. So, uh, so yeah, so Ben's party's happening. Uh, April and Leslie and Anne are getting the party going over at uh, at uh, Anne's house. And uh, April asks if it's going to be one of those cool parties where things are out of control and they murder someone and they have a blood oath. Uh, to never reveal their secret unless it says no. April just about says, I'm gonna have to leave early then. <laughs> uh, but then Leslie notices that that over at the at lot 48, uh Jam is over there with Catherine from the Ponch Burger restaurant coalition. Uh, and they're putting in a sign saying a new uh Ponch Burger is coming soon. Um and uh and the, the tagline is start drooling fatties. Uh, so pretty cool. Um, and let's say like, you can't do this. You, we still have time uh, before the vote. And Jeremy's doing this because he's like, I don't care. I want people to want this for the vote. Um, and so I'm going to keep moving this thing forward. Um, and, uh, and then, a, a, a town person is walking by and he's like, ah, oh, sweet new punch burger. Um, and April's re- yells, just like, they'll kill you. And he's like, but they taste real good. <laughs> They're full of wasps. <laughs> yeah. They'll kill you. It's full of wasps. Um, and so, yeah. So now this is throwing Leslie off. Um, uh, and so she's going to be sad. And we're, she's going to try to solve that later. Cut back to Ben's party. Uh, and Ben is accomplishing his victory because he has seven contiguous segments, giving him the longest road and 10 points for the win, which is also my strategy. I always go for longest road in Catan um, because I just need that two points. And uh, that might be why I always lose. <laughs> but you got the longest road. Yeah. I, 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 I am always so frustrated with that game because it is, you know, the, the values of the tiles are randomized. Uh, and I can mm-hmm. never, I always think, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go for, for six and fours. Cause those are too common. Right. Like everybody's gonna go for six for fours. But if I get like fives and eights, those are good too. And uh, but it never works for me ever, ever. Anyway, um, so so Ben wins and uh, he's ready to call it a night. Um, and Chris has a toast to the new Lord of Catan 
uh, and uh, toast them to many years of happiness together. Um, and uh, and Ben is like, this this can't be how this party ends, um, because and he's like, I know you said no strippers because they make you sad. And Ben's response is correct. Um, but he's like, oh, you mean po- t- sorry, Tom? Yeah, did I say? Yeah, Tom says no strippers because they make you sad. You said Ben. Okay. And ben says yeah. correct. Um, and so, but Tom has an idea to just everybody go get a drink at this new bar, um, called Essence, and uh, and they're like, all right, that sounds fun. Everybody's on board, and Tom warns them, uh, it's a kind of experimental way to consume alcohol. And Ron says, there's no way, no wrong way to consume alcohol. Cut to the bar, and the server <laughs> is giving uh, Andy a frothy cup. Uh, like a a foam, a cup of foam. And it says, this is your Bud Light. And Andy says, I ordered a beer. <laughs> and that is well, I thought your it beer. Look, uh, I thought it looked like uh, cotton candy. Maybe, Yeah, maybe it could. I, somehow it was fluffy. So right. wh- whatever they did to this beer <laughs> made it fluffy, uh, which is not it was, it, it was very light. Beer. Yeah, very yeah. light. Um, not as light as the vodka. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Uh, and then uh, they give he gives Ben or not Ben uh, Tom his uh, Nimbus Martini, uh, which is like a shell with something in there. And he asks if he can chisel the aromasphere. And Tom is excited. And so the guy <laughs> cracks open the shell and he starts Tom starts wafting in the alcohol. Uh, and uh, and Ron's response there is this is the wrong way to consume alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so server's like, who ordered the scotch? And Ron raises his hand and says, hold your hands. And so Ron puts out his hands and the guy starts rubbing his hands with this whiskey infused lotion. (laughs) And Ron's whole life is like full. Like, how did I get here moment in his face? Um, And uh, and he asks, is this whole place some kind of practical joke? Um, And uh, and Tom's like, well, if you don't like the scotch, there's a vodka that's served in a form of a flash of light. And you see somebody (laughs) over on in the distance with a like a camera flash like that's your vodka so man if you can find a way to get hipsters to believe what you're doing is valuable <laughs> you can get away with almost anything cha-ching oh man i just wish i had that idea that dumb people would fall for so <laughs> wait are you equating hipsters to dumb people did i say that <laughs> No, let me replay the tape. <laughs> I don't think I said that, but um, there are some dumb people. So uh, cut back to Anne and uh, Leslie in April and uh, Anne recognizes that Leslie is down and she's like, yeah, I'm having I've worked all this year, all these years to build a park and Jam is stealing it right from under us. Uh, and and April says, yeah, mine, too. That's why I prefer nightmares. Our dream is dead. That's why I prefer nightmares. And so, um, but she's like, we need you to happy drink. Um, so, uh, cause now you're sad drinking, but we need you to be happy drinking, which is not good language for friends guys. Don't, don't encourage drunkenness, everybody. Um, and, uh, so, um, and is just like, let's just try to forget it for tonight and, and we'll figure it out tomorrow. Um, and then it cuts to Leslie with some ideas. Um, and so she's like, you know what, for, the people of Pawnee have been stealing the land from the, the Wampug people. And she's talking as she goes, there's a camera shot of her going back to the office and taking a bunch of Wampug artifacts from the office. 
and scattering them around in the uh, in the the park land so that uh, if they find anything, they would have to uh, stop all construction um, and uh, have to do a uh, investigation on whether or not these are uh, authentic Wampapoke artifacts. And uh, and then as she's explaining it, the camera cuts towards like, oh, this was a bad idea. I should not have done this. Um, so then the uh, cuts back to the house and uh, Leslie is uh, there and Anne's like, oh, hey, who's this? It's Babe Lincoln, <laughs> which is a male stripper, Abraham Lincoln, which is sad. <laughs> so many sad things. Uh, and, uh, and the, where's, guy, where's, uh, where's Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> that was, he's only in, in Pennsylvania. This is a, um, oh, gotcha. That's right. Cause, Cause Indiana, Illinois, this is the land of Lincoln back that way. Right. And so, um, gotcha. so yep, it's, yep, a, it's right. a shorter trip. Um, and so he's like, who's my lucky Mary Todd again. So sad. <laughs> uh, and they start pointing to Leslie, but Donna's like, not me first. All right. Tear it up. <laughs> tear it up. 16. Emancipate Six, 16. <laughs> oh, she called him 16. <laughs> uh and uh and leslie's like no i don't want this and, and and it's like no this is a dream you've had you've told me this and uh and then the the guy is like it's time for the gettysburg undressed and he rips off his pants and everybody's like Ooh, yeah this whole thing um and uh but leslie says no i'm sorry i'm just not in the mood for historical nudity <laughs> so which just sounds sounds so so gross yeah. i guess it already gross. gross enough but it's like historical nudity is like oh man that's yeah that's old nudity <laughs> oh gross uh so then uh leslie is like i need to talk to you privately and and uh so they go off and april <laughs> is like hey is your name glenn <laughs> like we were in middle school band do you still play clarinet <laughs> he's like yeah yeah how you been <laughs> And like, I don't think April is saying how you been in any kind of like judgy way, but like there is a response on Glenn's face. that's just like, how do you think <laughs> I'm doing this? I'm here. Uh, I'm here. Yeah. So it is a uh, yeah, pretty great, uh, pretty great sequence there. Um, and then come back to the the experimental bar. And uh, Tom's like, if I ever have a bachelor party, I'm coming here. And Chris, like, wait, you didn't give it a bachelor party? He's like, no. And then come to see, like, Andy never had a bachelor party because he was too busy to even like take a shower before the wedding or for a week after. Uh, <laughs> Ron's wives refused to let him have a bachelor party or thwarted his attempts by calling a bomb house. Jerry never had one either because he had a appendectomy. And Tom said, stop. That's the don't tell anything else about that story. Don't talk for another ten minutes. Uh, and then Chris is like, new idea. I want you all to have the bachelor parties you never had. And so they are going to do one activity per bachelor. And so this experimental bar is Tom's bachelor party. Uh, and, uh, and Tom is uh, saying, you know what? To my bride, Rihanna, we truly did find love in a hopeless place. <laughs> uh, and then ask for another round of light flash shots for him and his friends. And so party time. So they, they've got a new plan and it's going to be super fun. Um, and so then cuts back so to... Did you see when they were doing, because they did, uh, uh, Chris had them do that one big um, 
kind of one one toast to Tom's bachelor party and they all put their glasses in the middle and and Ron doesn't have anything because his was lotion. Yeah, so he puts his hands up. <laughs> so he put his hand up and then as they're taking a sip, he's just like sniffing his hand. <laughs> so it was perfect. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. The commitment to that whole mixology uh, bit is just so great. So great. Good. Um, so cut back to Anne's house and Leslie is convinced, uh, confessing what she's done. And they're like, that is bad. And even Glenn's like, that's pretty uncool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and so Leslie's like, well, Jam was being sneaky. I was trying to be sneaky back. Um, and so, uh, we need to, I need your help. And Anne's like, no, you don't. And just like, yep. So they go and dig. And so they're all digging in the, in the dirt, trying to find the artifacts that Leslie scattered. And April is saying that their hats with the, the phallus <laughs> on them actually cut digging time in half. Um, and so makes sense. Yeah. And so they are trying to dig and find these things uh, and then cut back to the guy's party. And they're at an ice cream shop. And Jerry's like, you know, Gail and I met here um, and <laughs> like, she was slender, blonde hair, big breasts, long legs. Not my type at all. <laughs> <laughs> So Ben uh, starts to opens the door for Ben. Yeah. yeah. So like, why? What did lead you to to hitting off? Was she ill? Was her father witness to her father committing a crime? Was she temporarily blind? <laughs> <laughs> and Chris just like cuts it off. He's like, you know what? All that matters. They got married and you're happy. So to, to Jerry, raise a cone to Jerry and Jerry. You know, they all raise a cone and uh, Jerry. Uh, his ice cream falls off and the the owner manager comes over he's like it's all right Gary and he brings him a, a extra cone and he's like yeah he always almost have the time drops his cone so um he yeah, called so, him he called him Gary right because everybody else in the world will call him Gary um because that's his name <laughs> so uh yeah so they uh so then Chris is like all right what's next Andy what do you want to do and he's like mine's impossible I want to see the Colts beat the Patri- Patriots 49 to nothing in this. Uh, and I want to yell at Tom Brady and make him cry. Uh, and then I hook up with Dave Matthews and we play golden tea for 10 hours. <laughs> <I'll> a baby. <laughs> so, uh, and Ron's response is that's very specific. And I love when it cuts to Ron. Cause he's got ice cream all up in his mustache. <laughs> like, it's like, he just like went for it with the ice cream. Um, and he's uh, wearing well, it. Yeah. And, Chris is on the phone and he's calling somebody. He's like, Hey, I need a favor. Uh, and so then it cuts to uh, the, the next scene and the guys are walking in through the players tunnel from the locker room onto Lucas oil stadium. And Andy is just saying, I'm dead. I am dead. And this is what heaven is like. I knew it. <laughs> and, uh, and so Chris worked out some of his uh, uh, called in a favor because he met Jim Ursay, owner of the Colts, uh, as they were doing um, mentoring product projects with Indianapolis teens. Uh, Chris gave them tours of the state house. Jim gave them Colts tickets and autographed jerseys. <laughs> they preferred Jim. So, <laughs> but not it's not just the jerseys and being able to play on the field, but uh, Chris Ursay also uh, called up Reggie Wayne and Andrew Luck to come and be a part of this fun party. Um, and, uh, yeah, and it was so like, a- Andy is about to die and he tells Reggie, I got married in your Jersey <laughs> and I love Reggie Wayne's like, that's weird, but I respect it. Um, <laughs> that's weird, and- man. <laughs> and then Jerry starts talking to Andrew Luck. He's like, I'm a big fan. Mr. Luck He's like, okay, settle down. 
<laughs> so whatever energy Jerry puts out in the world is not just in the office. It's with everybody. <laughs> Settle down. Um, and so Andy asks if uh, he, he says, it's every groom's dream to catch a touchdown pass thrown by you, Mr. Luck. Uh, and uh, it, could you do me the honor? So like he throws him a pass, catches, catches the touchdown. It's a party. Uh, and it's just the best. And so then they uh, cut to driving uh, and um, they're like, hey, we should we should call Anne and rub in how awesome our party is. And so they call Anne and she's like, uh, they're all still digging in the dirt. And Andy Anne starts lying about how insane their their party is going. Um, and uh, and a- April is like, Anne, who are you lying to? <laughs> uh, so. Um, and then, uh, cut to Glenn who is digging and, uh, uh, he's like, my hands are tired. Can't take a break. And Donna's just sitting in a, like a, a beach chair, basically saying we paid for an hour. You're going to dig for an hour. <laughs> so, uh, which I would not advise people like don't hire people to like for one thing and then have them do something else in general. Um, but this is not a good way to get yard work done either. Like hiring exotic dancers. <laughs> Plus, don't probably, do that. Probably much more expensive too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um, so then they go to uh steak house of St. Elmo. This is Ron's party. Uh and and Ron is like, tonight we eat some meat's flesh. I want meat. Um, <laughs> and uh we get into the restaurant and Jerry is uh is t- and Tom are sitting down, is like, there's only four people here, and uh and Jerry's like, this is where they told me to go. Uh, and the maitre d' comes, I was like, oh, sir, this is not your table. This is, and Jerry's like, I thought this was the Gergich party. He's like, no, Gingrich party. And, uh, so it's Newt Gingrich, uh, who is now coming. And Jerry was like, hey, Gingrich, Gergich, I wonder if we're related. <laughs> and now Newt Gingrich also is like, I don't think so, Jerry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they are eating at the, at the, the party and, uh, and, Ron asks for more steak and four more glasses of Lagavulin in liquid form. And the server's like, that's not something you need to specify to what Ron says. You'd be surprised. <laughs> it's got to be in liquid form. Smell and, my hand. Yeah. Uh, and so um, Ben asks how things are going with Diane. And Ron's like, I'm going to be very candid with you all. I like her. <laughs> Woo! And they're like, whoa, that's a big deal. So, and Chris uh, gives a toast and it wants to represent the groom and his, his toast is simply to Ron and uh, Ron very much appreciates that. Uh, and so, um, but then they also find out that their meal has already been taken care of by Mr. Roy Hibbard. Uh, and if you are not a uh, basketball fan, Roy Hibbard was a part of entertainment 720 for a couple minutes. Um, <laughs> he was giving people, shrimp cups at the uh party at the end of the world you know so that's exciting stuff that's right um and uh and so tom is like oh hey i know you hey uh and uh roy sees ben's like what's up jello shot (laughs) so uh because that was his nickname that uh that uh john ralphio gave him jello shot um and and tom's like hey entertainment 720 reunion and roy just like i'm not paying for that guy he owes me a lot of money (laughs) (laughs) it's true yeah so it's pretty awesome party for the guys next morning wake up was it uh, dude was it sweeps week or something 
like Lucas Oil know. Stadium with with Andrew Luck, Reggie Wayne, Roy Hibbert, Newt Gingrich. Like, holy smokes. Maybe. Yeah, that might be it. But I don't remember. Abraham Lincoln. I mean, so many. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I don't remember seeing a lot of ads for Parks and Rec when I was when it was live. So like even if it was sweeps week, like were they talking about it? Like, I don't even remember. So and you haven't had real TV in many years. So. No. Ow, I hit my head on the microphone. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So I don't know what was going on, but they were pulling out all the stops for the guys' bachelor parties. Not so much for the women's party because the bachelor party because uh, they were just pulling things out of the dirt. Uh, all <laughs> nice. nice, very yeah. well done. Thank you, thank you. Um, and uh, and so they're all hungover, and Ann offers Leslie coffee, and her order is yes, uh, extra cream. 30 sugars <laughs> too much of everything. Um, and she feels terrible. Um, and, uh, and, but Anne's like, you know, we got most of it. And even if they find something, they probably won't, if it's something they probably won't find them. Uh, and Aunt April's like, yeah, but if they do, you'll just go to jail, but then you can make toilet wine and fight people, which is a super cool way to live. Um, and yeah. Leslie looks at her phone and then she realizes that she had emailed Sean Amalway Tweep. Uh, and so, Cup over to the the site, and uh, Jeremy is talking to Shauna, saying, "Look, I'm I am telling you the truth. We haven't found any American Indian artifacts, or regular Indian, Japanese, Muslim, Jewish, or any of those weird countries." To which Shauna replies, "Weird countries? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jeremy Jam, he's the worst." Uh, And so Leslie comes over and is like, "Hey, I'm so glad." You're here that you're here. Uh, what's going on? And and there's nothing happening here. And then somebody back in the dirt is like, ah, found something. There's other stuff too. Arrowheads, more pottery, and this weird looking gummy candy. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to shut it down and wait for the Indian Affairs Commission to weigh in. Um, and Jeremy is not happy. Um, and so they they're back at uh City Hall and they're getting ready for this commission meeting. And uh, Anne's like, all right, you need to go and talk to Ken before this meeting starts so you can come clean. Um, And Leslie's response is, the Zodiac Killer never confessed. Why do I have to? (laughs) That's a good point. It's valid. Uh, And so Leslie, um, April is like the voice of reason here is like, I want this as bad as you do, but we can't win this way. Um, And uh, and so um, April, (laughs) Leslie calls her a beautiful, wise and fertile government employee (laughs) and gives her a hug. Which is so weird. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So then Chris <laughs> drops off all the guys, gives them T-shirts that they made about the board game party. Um, and uh, and Ben is so excited because you can only usually get board game shirts in 2XL. Uh, <laughs> oh. and, uh, and so, uh, yeah. So then Chris was like, oh, I just remembered. We left Jerry back at the gas station in Martinsville. So like, I'll go get him. <laughs> so, I don't know how long he's been there, but he'll go get him. And uh, and they're like, oh, man, he's the best. And Tom's like, we should do something for him. And Andy's idea, get a pet snake, but Andy gets to keep it. <laughs> so, yeah. no. Uh, and then Leslie cuts back to Leslie, and she's talking to Ken about all the terrible, some of the terrible things that they've done. Like, um, <laughs> 1921, removing families from their homes so Pawnee could install a bumper car track. In 1951, I uh, made it illegal for people to dance or smell like a Native American. And Ken's like, why are you telling me this? It's wow. like, I want to tell you all the awful things, raise that so that you can, when I confess something, you have some perspective. 
on how less awful those things are. And uh, she says, I put those items in lot 48 because um, I just didn't want the punch burger and I wanted to buy more time for my park project. And Ken's response is, that is not great. <laughs> so, uh, and, uh, and so let's like, I, I want you to forgive me more than anything. I just, I, I, it's not about punny comments. I want you Ken, to forgive me. Um, and, uh, and then cuts back to Ben and the guys coming into Chris's office with a trophy for best man. Um, and, uh, and so they say, you know, someday you're going to have this wonderful, uh, wedding. You're going to get married to this wonderful woman and have your own bachelor party. Um, and they start painting the picture of this woman that, uh, that maybe Chris will find. Um, and, uh, and Andy starts talking about, well, maybe it's April. Maybe I die skydiving <laughs> explosion. And then you go marry her. Makes me sad, but she's going to be someone I like it to be you. And he goes down this rabbit hole of, uh, this relationship, but he's like, but maybe I didn't really die. Maybe I was faking it. And I come back and I spy on you from my Corvette. And, uh, and he's like, I, I see a happy maker. I got to walk away. And I do slowly in a rainstorm and it kept going and going and going. And Ben's like, that's not really what we're trying to do here. Um, and, and then he starts, yeah. And he starts training in a cave cause he wants to get her and Ron's like, anybody else want to <laughs> chime in on this? <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were my friend. <laughs> Uh, and Chris, were my friend. all of this is happening is just like shocked at how <clears throat> detailed this story is getting, um, which is really, really wonderful. Um, and so and Chris says, you know what? This fit health goddess that you were talking about, like this was somebody I would have looked for. But now, you know, our adventure reminded me that I want someone that values the important things like life, friendship, passion, happiness and dimples are a plus. Um, and he's like, that's sweet. I forgive you. <laughs> you take so, care of April. <laughs> uh, so cut back to uh, the meeting with Jam and uh, Ken Hotote and Catherine Pineward from Pinewood from Punchburger. Uh, and uh, Ken is like, after careful examination, we determined that these were not from the lot 48. Um, and Jim is like, I knew it. But he, Ken's not done. Um, and he's like, I would like to go on the record speaking as a citizen of Pawnee. I do not like the way you went back on your deal with Councilwoman Nope. It reminds me of what the settlers of Pawnee did to my ancestors taking their land without permission. And Leslie leans over to Anne's like, he really plays white people like a fiddle. Because Jeremy is like <laughs> anxious as he's talking about Swe this. He's sweating. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. sweating. Um, he's like, you had a deal. And if that deal is not restored, well, then I think there are six punch burgers in Wampapo Casino. Perhaps we have to revisit those contracts. Uh, and Catherine is like, is that a threat? And Ken, I love Ken. He's like, yeah, I thought that was yeah. obvious. <laughs> <laughs> what usually like you expect, is that a threat? It's like, oh no, I wouldn't threat anybody. And, and he's like, yeah, I thought that was obvious. So it's such a great reversal on that classic trope. Is that a threat? No, it's a promise. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, because what, what, what are you going to do? Like you can't, there's nothing they can do to yeah. him. Yeah, there's nothing illegal that he's doing. And so, like, this threat is actually not going to bring physical harm to anybody. It's like, yeah, it's obvious. I'm threatening you. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, Ken is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so Catherine says, all right, take the sign down until everything's official. And Leslie's like, all right, in the spirit of fair play, I suggest we put on these authentic Wombapoke headdresses and dance around the table. <laughs> and she's looking at Ken and Ken is just like staring. And Jerry's like, no, that he's like, sounds yeah. offensive. <laughs> Again, here again. Does it, white man? 
<laughs> Jeremy is like, I don't know how to respond. No, no, no it's it, no, it's not offensive. Let's let's do this. So you first. So when he puts it on, Ken's just like, it is offensive. So 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 slowly, he puts it on so tentatively, like looking up as he does it. Like seriously, am I gonna? Are you okay? Cool. It's, it, so it's clearly not offensive. It is okay. I'm so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Oh, so good. Um, so yeah. so the sign's coming down. They still got the time for the, working through the Pawnee comments. It's it's so good. Uh, so then cut to Ben walking through the hallway, and he runs into Sean O'Malway Tweep. Uh, and Sean is like, hey, I heard about the – I was chasing a story, came to a dead end, but I heard about your rotating bachelor party. Would you mind if I wrote about it? Um, and he's like, sure. Is it really news? And he's like, it is for me. A bunch of friends having fun, doing cool things together. That's what's important in life. I want to write about it. So Ben has this light bulb moment uh, and he brings uh, Shauna over to Chris's office. Say, hey, Shauna would like to talk about, write a story about our bachelor party. Um, and I thought you might have a lot to talk about. Uh, and so Chris is like, that sounds great. Um, and uh, and she's like, do you have a second right now? And Chris, because he's extreme in every way, says, I have thousands of seconds. <laughs> um, and so they go out to lunch. And uh, yeah, Ben is helping Chris find somebody who values the same things he values. Um, so it's kind of cool. Credit scene. They're at Lucas oil stadium and Chris is playing quarterback. Uh, and, uh, I think this, like looking at the script three ten Bullock. I don't know if that's what it says. I think it was pretty Sandra Bullock. <laughs> that's what I thought I heard. <laughs> Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, pretty Sandra Bullock, pretty Sandra Bullock. <laughs> maybe i'm wrong give it to me <laughs> um and uh andy's like this is the best day i could die you know i was like i met andrew luck i met reggie wayne i met jim ursay i'm standing on lucas oil stadium playing football with my friends and it's such a great way to end the show so that's it season 10 episode 5 or season 5 episode 10 two parties love it this was a super fun one yeah, yeah I was about what just crushes it yeah, Ken's Ken's so great in this and just the way he messes with pretty much everybody. And uh yeah. Um I think I was kind of trying to think about like why this this episode was I think it was like one of those ones where like if you were in the episode, like especially as a as one of the guys, um, it's it would be a fun experience. Like like right. to go and to go to do all of these different things. So I think right. maybe that's that's why this episode seems so much like so fun like some of them are like oh we're gonna go all go hang out you know and go hunting that's that's really fun because they're all going and doing something but as an activity this this sounds like so much fun to go do yeah and because chris is a big time government like powerhouse he can call in all these favors sure and, like going from all these places in one night sounds impossible but i bet chris probably had a police escort and they could just speed everywhere <laughs> right it's like i'm city manager dang it <laughs> yeah, pulling calling in some favors yeah, yeah. And, and they're in indianapolis so they go to a the the steakhouse an awesome steakhouse it's actually mm -hmm. i looked it up it was um i think it was one of the oldest steakhouses in indiana opened mm -hmm. in i believe 1903 and uh it was named after the tv show st elmo's fire that rob lowe was in so it's all connected the steakhouse was not named after a tv show that's not that's not what my research says, but you know, Well, if it existed in 1903, isn't that what St. Elmo's fire is? It's like a time fire. Like it's all gets all so, connected. So the real steakhouse is real. It has a fake name. St. Elmo's steakhouse. <laughs> no, 
I'm very confused. <laughs> it's a real steakhouse okay. that was and it's called, called St. Elmo's. Yes, it's, it's called St. Elmo's. Okay. I was making a jo- oh, St. Elmo's fire joke. Oh, so is St. Elmo's fire named after the steakhouse? No, that I don't know. I don't know. But Rob Did you Lowe ever watch was, that show? I didn't. I heard people watched it that were older than me. Thing. Yeah. 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 I, uh, but Rob Lowe was in it. That's all I'm yeah, trying to I say. That. Yeah. I, I understand that it's one of those first shows that I was like, it was all a dream. Oh, was it? That's my understanding. So spoiler alert for a show neither of us have seen. And I'm just going off of something I heard. (laughs) All right. Let me tell you about this great new movie. (laughs) What I heard about it. (laughs) So I have friends who are doing this uh, movie review thing in their car. This is like right after watching it. Two friends. Boom. Talking about the movie. Uh, And they're posting it on YouTube. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like. Yeah, man, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do with this show. <laughs> um, but got, let's go one more. I say we start a podcast where we review the previews in the theater, like live while they're happening. While they're happening. Oh my goodness! Because you, you know, because you know how every time you see a preview in the theater, it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go see that. Or no, that just that looks dumb. Like where like everyone turns into a, a movie critic before they even see the movie. Yes. Let's do it. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, and theaters are still pretty empty. So you're not going to bother <laughs> that many people. So that's right. In my experience, the when I saw Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, that was the f- most full theater that I've ever I've been to in like years, even before COVID. It was so full. Um, and uh, and so but every movie I've been to other than that has been pretty empty. Even when we saw Doom, I was surprised at Doom Dune. I was surprised how not full it was. I thought it'd be more full. Yeah, there were, there were, there were not a lot of people there. Yeah, but anyway, but what do you do? There, yeah. yeah, there was nobody in my living room when I was watching this episode of Parks and Rec. So I mean, I'm just going from zero extra people to like a hundred extra people. Anyway, anyway, all right. Well, Jeremy, what? we should uh, we should wrap this up. Yeah, this I think the next one is uh, I want to say ladies in what's it called? Women in garbage. Oh yeah, this one's a fun one too. Yeah. So this, uh, I believe the last episode was, uh, we got an 8.9 on the IMDb's, uh, or 8.8. So yeah, that's about, that's about where I I put it. (laughs) Should be 8.9. 8.9 or nothing. That's right. Might as well round it up to a nine. Yeah. So women in garbage next week, Leslie and April volunteer to work on the garbage truck. Yeah. Which is very good. Uh, it's a fun episode. (laughs) Yeah. That, that Greg Dan- be a fun episode, guys. Greg Daniels, Michael Schur, and Harris Whittle wrote it. Oh, Harris. That stars Amy Poehler, Rashida uh-huh. Jones. All right. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh-huh. So, yeah, let's talk about next week. All right. Then that's okay. what we'll do. <laughs> talk to you later. Okay. Bye.